Hi, and thanks for tuning in, and welcome to the eighth episode of If the Phrase Fits. On this show, I'm going to talk about body parts. No, not those ones. This is a family show, after all. This first body part I want to discuss is definitely connected to sound. No, it's not the nose. No, not the bum either. But that does remind me of that old joke. Why do farts smell so much? You probably know the answer, but in case you don't, the reason farts smell so much is for the benefit of those who didn't hear it. I know, that's a kid's joke. Anyway, the first idiom is about ears. It's play it by ear. If you play it by ear, you do something without making a plan first. You do it spontaneously. Let me give you an example. Let's say a couple, I'll call them Doug and Mary, are thinking about what to do on the weekend. Mary says to Doug, Doug, what do you want to do on the weekend? Oops, I forgot I really can't do women's voices. Anyway, Doug says, Mary, what's wrong with your voice? No, he says, I don't know. Let's play it by ear. What Doug means is let's not make a plan and let's do whatever we feel like at the moment. Or maybe Doug thinks they will find out about an event, perhaps on Facebook, and go to that. Before I investigated the origin of this idiom, I thought it had something to do with musicians playing a song by listening to it rather than by looking at the chords and notes on sheet music. And as it turns out, I was right. I like when that happens. According to several sources, such as the website phrases.org.uk, the first recorded use of the phrase by ear was in a newspaper article about the famous British author Jane Austen, who lived from 1775 to 1817. However, it wasn't until close to the mid-1900s that it became used to mean to do something spontaneously. Apparently, the first uses of this phrase referred to sports, including one describing the Brooklyn Dodgers as young men who play by ear. This origin story is also supported by another website called NoSweatShakespeare.com. I like the name of that website. It reminds me of the joke that can be said when someone makes a mistake. Nice play, Shakespeare. Get it? Nice play? Nice move? Well, sarcasm doesn't always translate very well. Anyway... Speaking of Shakespeare, here's a body part idiom that comes from that great playwright and poet. It's heart of gold. You probably know that if someone is described as having a heart of gold, it means they are extremely kind and generous. I'm going to rely on the website No Sweat Shakespeare again for the origin of this idiom. After all, that website includes Shakespeare in its name, so it's got to be accurate, right? That site says it comes from Shakespeare's play Henry V. Not so fast. Another website, writingexplain.org, says that even though Heart of Gold is included in Henry V, it was being used before that time, probably at least dating back to the 1500s. Henry V was believed to have been written around 1599. I found another source, languagehumanities.org, that claims the phrase Heart of Gold can be traced back to a comedic play from 1553. Okay, let's look at another body part idiom. This one includes two body parts, an arm and a leg. You've most likely heard this one and probably know that if something costs an arm and a leg, it was really, really expensive. Imagine having to give up two of your limbs for something. Uh, 
Let's not take that one too literally. Have you ever paid an arm and a leg for anything? I'm guessing you have. I know I have. The origin of this is a bit unclear, but according to some sources I checked, there are two possibilities that seem most likely. The first states that the phrase began to be used after the Second World War, and that it refers to men that suffered injuries in that terrible global conflict. In some cases, soldiers really did lose arms, legs, and other body parts. That is definitely a high price to pay. However, another possible origin of an arm and a leg is that it is a combination of two earlier phrases. One of these is, I would give my right arm for something. As in, I would give my right arm for a job that I loved and paid me a huge salary. The other one is, even if it takes a leg. According to phrases.org.uk, both of those expressions came about in the 1800s. Moving on, here is the fourth expression of this body part episode. It's break a leg. This phrase is a case where the literal meaning is the opposite of its figurative meaning. Break a leg means good luck, not I hope you break your leg because I hate your guts. It's regularly said in connection with performances, especially the theater. However, it's also often used in situations that have nothing to do with the performing arts. For instance, let's say your friend has a job interview and he or she really wants that job. You might say, break a leg. It just means, good luck. I hope you do well in the interview. Where did this idiom come from? I'm going to rely on Reader's Digest for this one. They say that it is believed to have started in the theater community in the early 1900s. It's related to superstition because it was thought that wishing an actor good luck would in fact cause that person to have bad luck. Reader's Digest says that some people believe it was taken from the German saying Haus und Beinbruch, a phrase that means that's one heck of a bad German accent. No, Haus und Beinbruch apparently means neck and leg break. And sorry to all the Germans out there, and all the non-Germans for that matter, that was one horrible German accent on my part. Jawohl! Did I lose any listeners because of that? Nein! Luckily, nein in German means no. Okay, okay, silly, I know. <laughs> I trust Reader's Digest. But I'll just throw in another few possible origin theories I found on Wikipedia. One is related to a performance of a famous British actor named David Garrick, who was supposedly so caught up in his performance that he didn't know he had a leg fracture while performing. Another is related to the 1865 assassination of U.S. President Abraham Lincoln by the actor John Wilkes Booth. It is said that Booth broke his leg when jumping onto the stage after shooting the president. However, Wikipedia says there appears to be no truth to that theory, but I included it anyway because it is kind of a cool theory. Here's the fifth and last idiom of this episode. See eye to eye. You likely know that if you see eye to eye with someone, it means that you agree with them. And if you don't see eye to eye with someone, it means you disagree about something. There seems to be consensus on the origin of this idiom. Several sources I've checked on the internet say it came from the Bible, more specifically the book of Isaiah, chapter 52, verse 8, in the King James Version. In part, it reads, Thy watchmen shall lift up the voice, with the voice together shall they sing, for they shall see eye to eye when the Lord shall bring again Zion. In 
case you didn't notice, that was my dramatic voice. Hey, it's the Bible! Now, let's review the expressions we looked at. First, there was play it by ear, which means to do something spontaneously or without a plan. Second, I talked about heart of gold, which is used to describe a very kind and generous person. Third, I discussed it costs an arm and a leg, which means something was very expensive. Fourth, we had break a leg, which is used to wish someone luck. Fifth, and finally, I gave you the likely origin of see eye to eye, a biblical expression meaning to agree with someone or have the same opinion as him or her. Thanks a lot for listening to this episode of If the Phrase Fits. Thanks also to zapsplat.com for the sound. Let me know if you have any comments or suggestions by contacting me at ifthephrasefits.com. Talk to you again soon.